Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am so excited to bring the amazing Sarah Jenks back on the Plan Simple Podcast. She's been here before. We'll link to that episode in the show notes. Sarah's a really good friend, and I was actually over at her house a couple days ago. This was not the planned episode for this week, but I just had to squeeze this in today because it's going to be a good one. You're going to like it. Sarah's a mom of three. She's a woman who has struggled with body image and lack of direction. She's someone who knows what it's like to feel flat, overwhelmed, frumpy, exhausted. It's really funny because literally she's the least frumpy human I know. Um, And she's been studying the sacred feminine and emotional eating and life coaching. She's been diving into that for over 10 years and leading an amazing just movement for women. And so I love her work. I love her as a friend. I love her as a person. And when I was at dinner at her house a couple days ago, um, she was talking about her newest creation, which is called Modern Marriage. It's a course she did with her husband, Jonathan, who's also a fabulous person. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have to come talk on the Plansible podcast because these concepts are so important. And I think they're so important right now. So we're going to chat in a minute and you're going to go listen because it's, it's really good stuff about how the institution of marriage is just outdated. So a lot of the hard things that we feel as women on really a daily, sometimes hourly basis have more to do with that institution with, than with ourselves, which we very often blame or our spouse, which the other half of the time we blame. So you got to go listen. And before you do that though, I would also love you to make sure that you are registered for camp. You're going to go to the site. You're going to see all the things. You're going to be like, I totally don't have time for all this. But don't worry because I created camp so that if you had the time, if you could figure out the week, you could basically have a camp experience from your yard. I even envisioned, and we're about, I'm just creating content around this right now. I envisioned that some of you would want to invite five friends to be in your yard and you would make food together and you would do some of these sessions together and you would chat and you would reconnect after a year of not having that kind of experience. And if you're working or on vacation or just have the kids and just don't want to figure that out, there's totally ways to just tune in to pieces of it. And there are going to be some pieces that I just don't want you to miss. So there's, in most of my events that I put on, most of my experiences, they are pre-recorded, but we show up very live. There's a lot of live conversation throughout the day about the pre-recorded content. This time there's actually even some live content. It's a mixture so that All the time zones can figure out their schedule, but that for a couple of the key topics, we're really coming together. We're really meeting together in community and leaning into some of these big topics that we want to do differently as we migrate from 
this crazy year that was the pandemic into the next phase of life, whatever that is. And we do it as the people we've become, the women we become, the mamas we've come instead of the old way, which is so easy to slip back into. So I'm looking at this whole experience of camp as like a giant hug to you, <laughs> a giant hug so that we can move forward with some new tools, with a clear, a clarity of what it is that, it, that we want. And so we can start to take many steps toward it. That is the vision behind camp. If you haven't heard me talk about it before, there are five days that each have a topic. The first day is all about the body. One of the live classes on body day is cooking. We're going to learn to cook some amazing, we're not really cooking, we're making some amazing salads. I'm going to challenge you all to start your days with green smoothies or with smoothies. Um, it's just going to be it's going to be so good. The second day is about presence. We're going to hold a circle um, where there's going to be meditation and journey and reflection. And it's going to be really live and in the moment and responding to whatever is happening that day. We are going to have a day that's all about money. And there's a couple live sessions on that day. I'm not, I'm by the way, not sharing all the lives. I've already skipped over some live sessions. But on the money day, we're really just going to, again, upgrade ourselves to right now. What did we learn from this year? Were we scared because there wasn't enough money? Did we realize how out of control our systems were? There was a lot of tax drama in our group this year in, with all my paying clients. And, you know, how, how can we go into this next phase without that? How can we budget? A lot of this is going to be live so that we can really hold the space. Anything that's live is recorded. So you can see it right after everything in camp, by the way, is free for 24 hours. And then for a very reasonable price, definitely a fraction of the price of what we pay for our kids to go to camp, you can upgrade and have access to all this info for the rest of summer. And you can really pace it out. And when you upgrade, you also get some VIP access. I'm going to be hosting some live calls just to really carry this forward so that you're really implementing. I really want a lot of this to seep in to your being so that you are eating the food you want to eat. You are being present in a way that feels good and isn't an added item on your to-do list. You're showing up to your money in a way that's really nurturing. Haven't even gotten to the fourth and fifth day. The fourth day is about mothering. It's going to be so good. I have the amazing Syl Reynolds, who you recently heard on this podcast, she's going to hold a live class with me and we're going to really dive into what it means to be in an easeful mothering situation where you really feel like mothering is not depleting you, but giving you energy, which I know doesn't sound like that's the case, especially after a year like this, but we have some tools and we want to listen to you and we want to coach you and it's just going to be so good so that's on the mothering day which is third the thursday of camp again all of this is on the site plansimple.com slash camp but also if you just go to plansimple.com i'm sure there's like pop-ups and bars and all the things <laughs> that will get you to it um, on the mothering day we're also going to talk we're gonna have a live session about the nervous system and just like really being able to calm ourselves really being able to center ourselves it's going to be so good and the fifth day is all about play because one of the main things I notice about mothers who are working and take, tending to our homes and all the things is we sometimes forget to have fun. And we have an amazing session with Kelly Grimes and she's going to really 
talk us through this and, and teach us how to do that. And then we have all of these wonderful activities so that you can go do it, go play, go actually have some fun on that day. Hopefully the whole thing is fun, but you know, I had to have themes. So go grab your seat again, no matter whether you think you have time or not, we will show you how to have the time that you need and share it with as many people as you can literally shoot an email to your kids class, whatever you feel comfortable doing. But I would really love to spread the word about camp. It would really make a huge difference to me. And also just, I feel like to, it's really not about me. It's about us as women and just passing along the hug to the next person. So we can definitely hold space for a lot of women during this week. We've created in a way that that will work. So help us by sharing it with your friends and your tribe. And you could even consider doing this with them in your yard. All right. With no further ado, let's get the amazing Sarah Jenks on the show. And let's talk about exactly what it looks like to be in a modern marriage. Sarah, welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks, Mia, for having me. It's great. It's great to be back. Oh my gosh. So fun. So you've been here before. We're in a different version of a similar topic. Yes, exactly. We're going to talk a little bit about marriage today. So I don't know, give us, give us the backstory because we'll link back to the other podcasts, but tell us a little bit why you're talking about marriage today. Yeah. Okay. So I'm the last person who thought I would ever be talking about marriage. (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, I've been in the personal development space, empowering women around their bodies and spirituality and empowerment and feminism for 12 years. And um, last time we were together, that's what we were talking about. Yep. And, you know, because I do that, of course, in my own life, I've been really on my own personal growth journey. And am transforming and expanding at a rapid rate because I love it and I feel like it's important and it's one of the reasons why I'm here and I I feel like a lot of women um, have resonated with that and have made personal development a big part of their life and what was happening um, for me was that I felt like if I kept growing I was going to outgrow my husband Sorry about that. Okay. Um, I don't know why that happened. Um, okay. So I felt like if I was going to keep growing, I was going to outgrow my husband. Yep. And part of this was being self-conscious about it and me being stuck in this mindset. But another part of it was was real and true because my husband, Jonathan, did worry about me outgrowing him and wanting to leave and be with somebody else because I was just going to get tired of his, you know, whole sort of grumpy stuck in the mud situation that he was doing for a while. And I really wanted to create a relationship where I felt completely free to grow and change and be wild and have all this freedom, not from like a monogamy perspective. I'm very clear that we're, in, we're into monogamy. <laughs> like I need to say that because it's so interesting when we talk about being wild and free, often our minds go to sex and there's like yeah. so much more that needs to happen around being wild and free than just sleeping with other people. So 
I, I really dug in with Jonathan and I said, you know, I want to create a marriage where we're both growing and where we speak the same language because I know how all, I have all these tools. I understand my wounds. I understand, I understand trauma. I understand my inner child, you know? And so it, we were having a hard time working through certain conflicts because he just didn't have the same tools and skills that I was developing. And he didn't want to dream with me. Like he couldn't think more than a week in advance because it just really triggered his insecurities about where he was, but he wasn't willing to look at it because looking inside is really stigmatized for men. Yeah. And so, and I just kept saying like, I want you to work on yourself. I want you to work on your marriage, our, our marriage. I want and I sort of got caught in this like sort of coachy role with Jonathan for a while. Yep. Which we can talk about it a little bit, but anyways, long story long, I finally got Jonathan to do the work on himself and on our marriage and everything changed. I felt, I realized that so many of the issues that I thought were because of me were actually because my marriage totally sucked and it was bleeding into all these other areas of my life. And I felt like the personal development world kept telling me, just keep working on yourself and your partner will change eventually. That's and a big promise by a lot of people. That's a big like, and it, I'm, yes. like, I'm in this place right now where I'm mad about that because women have enough stuff that they have to worry about. And this idea that we can do enough inner work for both people in our relationship, I think is actually kind of messed up. And so I really raised my standards for Jonathan around him needing to do inner work and really shifting the idea that inner work isn't just like a hobby for women to have, but something that's really important for men to have too. And if you're in a relationship with a woman who's committed to inner work, the other person has to be on it. And it doesn't have to be in the same way. And it doesn't have to, it can be in their own interest path. And, you know, but I just really saw how dramatic the shift was in our marriage, in my life, in Jonathan's life, in my children's life. And so now I, and then in my work, I work with thousands of women and a lot of them are feeling the same thing. And they felt like they were hitting a wall because they had to hide who they were half the time and just like pretend that they were like normal people with their partners because they didn't want to make their partners feel bad. They didn't want to feel this disconnect, you know? And so I really wanted to create a place where we could get both people in the couple into a program and just really normalize doing inner work. And, you know, first, like, you know, we start with working on the relationship and how important that is. And we go through a certain sequence and then we really end with the importance of both people doing inner work on themselves because I just like, I really want women to feel supported at home in doing all of the really important hard work that they're doing on themselves in programs, on retreats, you know, yeah. reading books, and not to be sabotaged every time they have to show up in their marriage. Okay. So I have a question, which yeah. this isn't your 
issue. I know, but I'm assuming it comes up for all the thousands of people in whole women because yeah. <laughs> I, I hear it come up all the time for women. So money. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of women for whom there's a guilt around not bringing in mm-hmm. the money and doing the personal growth and like, and then there's judge, you know, like the, there's a lot, just a lot of judgment of where time is going and, you know, women might be self-imposed self-imposing on themselves, but that's probably not always true because, you know, women go off to retreats and whatnot and, you know, guys are probably home getting resentful than their wives are, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So, no, how does, actually, how does that play into did. it? We, d- I did deal with that. That was something that was happening. Um, you know, I think that there's a few different ways to look at this. One. I actually wasted thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on programs to change myself when I really just needed to spend a couple hundred bucks on my marriage. Interesting. I like that. When I started getting Jonathan involved in the work, I needed to do maybe 20% of the personal development work that I thought I had to do to survive. But he was holding the space for you to to show up. He was the majority of the problem. Like John was the problem. And so he had to, when he started working on himself and we started working on our marriage together, I mean, he wasn't the problem, but he was a big part of the problem. And I was just like, well, he's never going to do anything. So I'm just going to try to do it by myself. So we saved a lot of money when Jonathan got into the work. So that's one thing. Second thing is, and um, you know, our our course is called Modern Marriage that we that we just released, and we ch- we chose that name because what we're really looking at are all the ways we're stuck in these outdated dynamics, yep. and really wanting to consciously update the outdated unspoken agreements that happen in all of our marriages often with two very progressive, open-minded people still get stuck in these very antiquated dynamics. So money is a really big one. And we talk about it a lot in the course. And here's the thing, like just because one person is making all or the majority of the money does not mean that they have the power over the money because they could not make money if someone wasn't like, let's say just to go in traditional roles, like watching the kids. Like Jonathan could not be a doctor if I couldn't get the kids to school and pick them up every day. Right. You know, and so we, and he used to like not see it that way. Right. And, but what Jonathan and I were in an interesting situation because when he was in residency, I was the primary breadwinner and the primary parent. And I'm like, right. look, look at this. I am like taking care of the kids and making all the money. So we need to just like get out of this whole dynamic. And he really saw, and I really saw, like, you know, I was making all this money, like, for the family. It wasn't just for me. And Jonathan had just as much say over how we were spending it. And I really feel like the way we spend our money is often for things. And we don't always understand the value of growth and tending to our feelings. We've been, we've really been brainwashed by toxic capitalism to only spend money on things. Like, you know, and like a washer dryer is a lot more expensive than a lot of these personal development programs that people are wanting to sign up for. And I really feel like healing our hearts and healing our trauma 
is so much more important than having like an up-to-date washer dryer. Yeah. You know, and like, I get into this with my clients literally all the time where they're like, I can't afford a babysitter. And I'm like, do you have a Peloton? Right. Yes. I'm like, okay, so that's like a hundred hours of babysitting. So you can afford a babysitter. You just chose to get a Peloton. Right. You know, so we, we're, we go unconscious around how we're spending our money and on what. And I think it's really important because um, there are people that just flat out cannot afford it. And I am not talking to those people, but there are people who choose to spend their money on things that actually don't matter as much to them because they feel guilty. And that's internalized patriarchy that we have to look at. Yeah. And it's interesting because, um, you know, my own experience of running programs for just women, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I have the conversation a lot about my husband doesn't think I should invest this money in myself. I mean, I feel like I probably have that conversation with 50% of the people who end up in our programs. Yeah. Um, And so that I I totally hear the realness in that. (laughs) Those are are the women who should be in modern marriage because they don't feel like they have spending power over their family money that they help made, then there is a problem. Yeah. Like, well, and I think, yes, yes, because they're not giving themselves credit for having helped make the money because right, of that. Exactly. yeah, in yeah. our old paradigm. Yes, yes. 100%. So it's like anytime, you know, and Jonathan, and I do this, like anytime Jonathan does this thing where he does a night clinic, he's a physician and, you know, he makes a certain amount of money during his night clinic. It's pain in the butt because I have to be home with the kids without him. And I hate that, as you know, as my friend, and, <laughs> um, and so we really go into, he, you know, he says, he's like, we're making like X amount of money by doing a night clinic. Like he's in a we conversation, even though the money is coming like into his bank account. Right. And I just think that's really, it's so important. All right. So let me think of the, okay. So two other things that came up when I, so I was, I was just, you know, doing my little homework on, on modern marriage before we got on. And one of the things that you said, which I love is that it's not our, our, our partner. That's the problem. It's the, the marriage. Yeah. I love that. I just think that differentiation is so freeing because you know, the, the, you know, it's, it's, so many people, we think we're not equal in, in our relationship. Cause it's like, well, taking the trash out is somehow harder than driving carpool. You know, like it's like, we're trying to like equate all these situations. And by the way, once you do personal development work, like you can figure out those systems are yeah. equatable. Like it's like how you think about it. It doesn't really matter what it is you're doing. Right. Um, so, but it's so interesting to me that that's, that it's so interesting to me to separate out those two things. Like it's not the person. Mm-hmm. the marriage. Yeah. So cool. Well, I think this is one of the reasons why Jonathan and I created this program because we were sitting with this question, like first with us, we are like, okay, we are two of the most successful, open-minded, progressive people. We know, you know, because we just, we work hard on like just being good people. Jonathan was so loved. He's so loved in his career. And I am so loved in my career and our friends love us and where people would give us, you know, we're like thumbs up people. And yet when we would get home and get into a dynamic with each other, we were assholes. Just like 
total assholes. And he was his worst self and I was my worst self. And we got in, like, I'm like out in the world talking about feminism. And then I'm at home feeling bad that Jonathan is putting the kids to sleep and not me. And having right. like all this mom guilt. And so I'm just like, what is happening? Like, what, why is this? It's like, we're in this weird time warp to the 1950s. Every time we get into each other's presence and we're at home together. And so we did a lot of digging and a lot of work around it. And I just realized like, wow, marriage, the institution of marriage is like its own energy body and comes with its own like rules and pressures and outdated gender roles. And like, I was just thinking the other day, like when someone says old married couple, everyone knows what that means. No one thinks about a couple like making out at a restaurant, you know, like living it up, having a great time with each other. Right, 100%. Couple, right? So marriage has like a bad rap. So we've basically, what we saw was, wow, it's like not us because we're doing great in like every other area of our life. It has something to do with the marriage. And so we really started naming like, what is this dynamic? What is this outdated marriage dynamic? And it was, you know, just things around getting stuck in outdated gender roles, not consciously talking about anything, not having clear agreements, and then normalizing fighting, normalize not having sex, normalizing mediocrity, like normalizing watching TV for hours every night and never having a conversation, normalizing never going on dates, like just, ugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's when we decided, like, okay, let's work on the marriage and create new agreements and dynamics and standards for how we show up with each other. Right. Yeah. And so when we change the standards, when we change the energy, the ethos, the culture of marriage for us, it was like we then came home and became better people. You know, we came home and we had more fun. We became our best selves. It became enjoyable to be together. And so, and because for a while I was like, is this going to work? We, we, Jonathan and I both felt that way. I'm like, what is wrong with this other person? And we realized like it wasn't the other person. We're both amazing people. We were just like the marriage was wrong. Yeah. And you can see in that, like going back to the beginning of our conversation, you can see in that how these other things we seek and all these other programs we invest in, how they're just actually making up for some pieces within there right. that we're not getting with exactly. the marriage and we're yeah. craving. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you know, I used to, I re like, I love, I still am. My girlfriends are so important to me, as you know, yeah. but yeah. I really, a lot of my girlfriends used to be like my partners for yes. <laughs> Yes, because I just wasn't feeling met by my actual partner. And now that Jonathan, now that we have created a modern marriage and Jonathan has done inner work and that's now an important part of his life, like he's my partner and I go to him and he's my support system. And I don't need as much because I'm getting my needs met from like certain needs from the place that they're supposed to come from. So yeah. I love, I love that you said that. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. It's funny. I had a similar um, lesson in in business and mm -hmm. just separating out myself from a business. It's, you know, it's like we get stuck in these institutions and we're in such a systematic time right now. Yeah. It's so easy to confuse ourselves with systems around us. 
Totally. And like, you know, entrepreneurship is a really great example of how you can have this like energy of something that we can like step into and get kind of sucked in to like the way things are done, quote unquote. And I think that there are like really amazing people and you're one of them who's like shifting the way we do work and like shifting the way we do life and our flow and everything. And that's what I'm trying to do with marriage is like, can we just update the culture of what it means to be married? Because, you know, if it were up to like part of my big goal is like, wow, like what if by the time I die, when people say old married couple, they do think of a couple making out. Yeah, you know, on the train. Like that's what I so want. Good. I want. I want marriage. I want when people say marriage, I want them to see like canoodling, you know, and like deep love, yeah. not like two people slumped on the couch, like not talking to each other. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, hundred yeah. percent. All right. So I have two other questions. So number one, and then and then we're good. But the right. other one of my questions is. Um, what was that question? I just totally lost it. Oh, you mentioned earlier about how the separate, so I understand about, you know, the institution of marriage and how we work on that. I mean, I don't totally understand, but I know you're teaching that. Yeah. And yeah. then you you mentioned that, like, then we each get to do our own personal development work and that perhaps that looks different. Can you yeah. talk a little bit to that? Because I think that that might be really important for like, you know, because, I, and, and it's interesting because that actually is kind of old. Is it like, I feel like, I don't know where I got this from, but I feel like in old, like when, when we were more based around a religion for our spiritual practices that in a marriage, it was the woman's that got taken on. Is that true? Is that a true fact? I don't know why I think. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that aside, like, how, how can it look different? So if someone's like, my husband is never going to go for my version of personal growth, like I'm so enjoying it. Like, how does that, how does that play out for you? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we have to give our husbands more credit that like they have a soul and their soul has a path (laughs) and they do know they are capable of like looking inside and asking themselves, what would turn me on? What would feel fun? What, how do I want to grow? You know? Yeah. So like, we don't have to figure that out for our partner. I think that's like a really big thing that I know I tried to do for a while. I thought that if I figured it out for Jonathan, he could then just sign up for the program and do it. I was like spoon feeding him his path. And then he probably like totally didn't want to do it because that's not what anybody wants. Yeah. And I was like, I was minimizing his capabilities and, and we were getting into a pattern that was like not empowering for either of us. So I really just had to be like, babe, like go for, you just all, we got to do some work. You have to do some work while I'm doing work. I really want us to have similar tools. I want to feel like you're growing. I want to feel like you're excited to grow and have dreams and have vision. And so like for him, like I can just share, you know, Jonathan was never going to come on a priestess retreat. (laughs) Right. Um, And, you know, but for Jonathan, he's super interested in sacred masculine work. So he is doing more programs with John Wineland. Um, he's reading books about the sacred masculine. He's doing a lot of grounding work, a lot of presence work, like a lot of meditating in the woods, you know, and I am doing more dancing in my temple and, you know, communing with other women and doing all that stuff. And, 
you know, for some men, it's going to be around money. You know, for some men, it's going to be around like, I really want to be super abundant. And I want to think about how to be really successful and have vision that way. For some men, it's going to be around their bodies and taking incredible care of their health. You know, for other men, it's going to be around understanding their past and their wounds. And, you know, um, like Jonathan's never going to be into astrology like I am. But now I can be like, hey, babe, like, let's look at where let's look at your transits. And he's like, awesome, let's do it. You know, where before he'd be like, I don't know. That's so weird. I don't want to do Because he wasn't being taken care of in his way. Right. And so in order to hear you, he needed to feel. And he was in this like man place that inner work was weird. And so he had to really heal that stigma that inner work for men is weird. And that's like a really big thing we're doing in modern marriage is just being like looking at your feelings is not weird. It's yeah. necessity. So like, let's do it. And I love that. Cause actually it's funny. It's, it's funny, but everyone listening, Sarah's a very, very, very good friend. And when she launched her course, modern marriage, I was like, Oh my God, we have to talk about this. And not knowing that I was doing this quite in the timing that I did two weeks ago, we put, we had an episode um, with um, a colleague of mine, Stacey Martino, and her whole thing actually is you only need one person. And so I was like oh, a little bit panicked, like how this would go together. But what's interesting is that it actually totally does because, you know, she's not talking about the institution. She's talking about the people and mm-hmm. you could go to like, and the thing that she's reacting to is um, couples therapy, which in mm-hmm. her mind doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. And, but what's interesting is that that doesn't mean that both people don't go to a th- you know, in this piece of taking care of yourself, maybe each person sees a therapist and deals with their mm-hmm. selves so that when you come together into this institution of marriage, you are, you know, your healthiest version of your, your soul and your mind and all the things that you yeah. might work on in therapy with a therapist. And, you know, as someone who, you know, landed in some weird couples therapy rooms, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, like I found great individuals to help me out. Yeah. Um, and actually, so has my husband and it does help. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's an agreement that is very modern. Like if I'm yeah. going to get help, you need to get help too. You know, yeah. and I think that's really important. And, you know, um, and I think every couple needs something different. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing. Every couple needs something different. And like, I'm not saying this is like the way, but yeah. I know for me, um, and like hundreds of people who have already joined modern marriage that getting both people in the room together and saying, let's create new agreements. Like, let's talk yeah. this out. Let's dig in. Let's connect. Let's really yeah. update our unspoken like trends and roles that we just automatically fall into that create a lot of resentment and bickering and, you know, all that stuff. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So this is my last question and then you can add anything if you have it, but okay. this was really interesting to me. So, um, so personally, I've, for everyone listening, Sarah knows this, but I've done, you know, lots of work on myself, on my marriage, on my motherhood, on all the things over yeah. the years. And, um, and you and so, Sebastian have a very modern marriage. We do have a very modern marriage. And 12 years ago, at a point when I was looking to make improvements to my marriage, and I had to landed on modern marriage, your course, if it was then, I would have been really triggered by the fact that we both had to put in our names. And email addresses. So yeah. I'm going to just like, so that's very interesting that you have to like make an agreement to even like come into something together, which is kind of interesting to me. So, yeah. and, 
And I think those of us who have decided to work on ourselves, like that's who it's really triggering for. And, and I just want to actually call out that, you know, so many things, if anyone's a, a signer upper of personal um, development things, I'm sure you've been told 50% of the time that you don't need your partner's approval. Um, because I think that that language is very yeah. common in, in the personal development world. <laughs> so with that yeah. in mind, we just break that down a little, like, so what if someone really wants this and wants like, this sounds so inviting. And then you get to that forum and you're like, yeah. okay, now, now what discussion do I have with my husband? Let's talk about the discussion, discussion. To, come in yeah. to choose to have a modern marriage. Yeah. Okay. So this is so great. So the way we set up how you get the information is when you go to me as link, you come to a page that gives you like 10% of what you need to know. And then you have to put in your name and email and your partner's name and email to go get the rest of the information about the program. We did this because just looking at a marriage course with your partner is an initiation in and of itself. It's actually the most important part of having a modern marriage is just deciding to sign up for a course together. And so few couples are comfortable doing that. Love it. Which is why we have this program in the first place. So we did that very intentionally. And another reason why we did that is because we didn't want the women. We're, We're primarily working with men and women because we're really looking at outdated gender roles and the stigma that men have around doing work. So this doesn't mean that we don't basically to sum it up, we have found that many of the people who are in same sex marriages already have a modern marriage. They're way ahead of the game, like way, way ahead, way more involved. And we're just like dealing with issues that should have been dealt with like 70 years ago. So, um, so I didn't want the women to feel like they had to do all the convincing. So what happens when you enter your partner's email address, if you select the little drop down menu that says, you know, identifies as a man, they get emails from Jonathan, my husband, because Jonathan and I teach this course together. And Jonathan wanted to be the one to talk to the men and say, Hey man, this is important. And I used to be so resistant. And this is how my life has changed. This is how my marriage has changed. This is what my journey has been like. This is how much I believe in this program and how much I believe in you. And I really want you to join me so that the partner doesn't have to do it by herself. Because again, I'm just like really trying to remove like all this emotional labor that women are doing to try to get their partner to grow because it's just really exhausting. Yeah. So yeah, it's really confronting and triggering and people are mad at us for like asking them to do a marriage course with their partner. Like, I can't so tell you how many, so many emails. Can I do this by myself? Uh, no, it is a couple's course. And it's only like, this is the whole point. Like women, we can't change for both people. You know, at least that's how I feel. Okay. Let's act it out for one second. So like, Hey hon. Oh yeah. The top, my friend, Sarah <laughs> has yeah. this course. Yep. <laughs> so there's a couple ways to go about it. You can be casual and basically say like, you know, we're good. I love you. Marriage work doesn't have to mean that I'm unhappy. Working on ourselves doesn't have to mean that I want a divorce. I just, I think it'd be so fun to do this work on our marriage. 
and do this course together, it's really important to me. What do you say? So that's like one version. I tried that version with Jonathan years ago, and he was not receptive to it. And I got to the place where I had to like tell him, hey, babe, I need to have a really serious conversation with you. And when can we have that? And, you know, we booked a time, 8.30 after the kids went to bed, we sat down on the couch, I lit a candle, and I got really vulnerable, and I connected with my heart and my emotions, and I just said, honey, like, I'm not happy. I'm really not happy. This isn't working for me. And I need, I need our marriage to change big time. If like, this is going to work, I need something different. And I am like not walking out the door. I am not saying I am leaving you, but I am saying that things need to dramatically change so that I feel great in this relationship. And <clears throat> I had to have that conversation like five times. Jonathan was so resistant. So, so resistant. And so when he sends these emails to men, like he's really honest about his resistance. Um, And we talk about it at the orientation that people can sign up for. And, um, and so finally he said, yes. And that's when we went into couples therapy and it completely changed our life. And then we went on to take more courses and read more books and like really do the deep dive. So we're coming to creating this course from a place of, what we wish we had in the beginning because we had to go to therapy for one thing we had to go to this book for another thing we had to go to this course for another thing um and it took a lot of time and a lot of money and we were just like couples are never going to work on their relationship if this is what they have to freaking do you know it's like (laughs) exhausting and expensive and takes so much time we had to hire so many babysitters but we were determined and so we just really wanted to create a course that dealt with like the logistics of being married you know, and everything that comes with that, if you have kids, you know, sharing finances, owning real estate, all the stuff, dealing with the outdated gender roles, we want to talk about romance and sex and communication and relating. And then we wanted to talk about this really big piece about dreams and growth and vision and inner work. And we wanted it to be low cost and we wanted it to be able to, people can go through it in a week if they want to go through it in a week. Um, it's very, Jonathan made it very linear, you know, like I can sort of just like talk in theory pretty like forever. (laughs) And Jonathan is like so methodical. He's a surgeon. So he just was like step one, step two, step three, like after we do love it. And so it's so, you would love it. I mean, it's so clear about what couples need to do to make a change. And, um, I just think it's a really great course and I think it could be really helpful and just like, nor like, let's just normalize doing work. And And what, what a great picture of a modern marriage, like all the things coming together into a course. It's so so meta. I love it. It's so meta. I mean, the whole thing, I mean, every night, you know, cause we're in this time where we're inviting people into this course, we're just like, oh my God, do you remember where we were? Like for us, it's a major celebration around just how far we've come, you know, and we even had a huge rupture this year, you know, which you were present to, and we're going to do a course, like a, like a mini workshop on it inside of modern marriage. So as we're going through things, we're adding to the course and, um, and, you know, we wouldn't have released the course if we hadn't moved through that time period that was so hard 
with so much beauty, but the only reason why we survived what happened, and we're not talking about it publicly yet, but we're going to talk about it inside of our course. Um, the only reason we were able to get through it is because we had done all this work, you yeah. know, and having a modern marriage is not about not having conflict. It's about how do you meet the conflict when it happens? Because it's going to like marriage is hard. Yeah. It is yep. so hard. Yeah. And I feel like, and as we, you know, marriage is an institution that these individuals are coming to. So when you really break it down that way, which as you know, as you can all tell, I love, (laughs) um, you know, things come up like as we're growing old, you know, I've been doing so much work around myself and my relationship to my family of origin this year. And I've like seriously had to lean into a, a child who needed help this year. And, um, you know, I couldn't do that if I didn't like, like, so, so it's not even like, um, it's not even like a a privileged thing almost to, to work on this in this way. Like I would not, I would not be able to do these things that I'm doing without a modern marriage. So I just think it's so such important work for more than just, you know, date nights and arguments. Like it's for your children, you know, it is really for your children. Oh yeah. It's so true. I mean, you know, my kids are all nine years younger than your kids. Me and I have yes. like, beautiful parallel <laughs> lives. Um, and, you know, my oldest, we thought, had like all these behavioral issues. Turns out he was just reflecting the conflict that Jonathan and I had in our relationship. Yeah. Because as soon as Jonathan and I created more harmony in our dynamic, my oldest completely changed. Like our kids are sponges and like we are responsible for creating the vibe in the home. Yeah. Yeah. And if the vibe sucks, like everyone's going to be miserable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm so glad you guys did this. Thanks. Me too. I mean, it's like totally, you know, I, I just was like, when is someone going to do this program? And then no one was. We were like, Oh crap. It's us. We have to do it. You know, Jonathan's a urologist. So like he's dealing with men and erectile dysfunction all day. (laughs) And so he's seeing it on the men's side. They're like, give me a pill. And he's like, no dude, like you got to look at what's happening inside. What's going on in your marriage. And they're like, what does that have to do with anything? Jonathan's like literally everything. Like these men that are perfectly healthy. There's no reason why they should have erectile dysfunction. And um, it's just because they're miserable in their marriages. Yeah. So he's really coming at this work, like not only from a personal place, but he is now really helping men make the connection between inner work and their physical bodies in his career. And just like unapologetically be like, I'm not giving you Viagra. You need to go to therapy. And, and for this reason, you guys are like the perfect people to do this because you've been dealing with women's bodies for years. <laughs> I know. It's so true. It's hilarious. So um, anyways, we're really happy to be here. It's been a really fun project. And I'm just so grateful to have the time to talk about it with you. So thank you. Oh my gosh. So good. Thank you. At the end of every episode, I always choose three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action. Because here's the thing. In order to make big shifts in your life, you don't have to take huge action all at once, but you do have to keep moving forward. And I like to think of that as one doable change at a time. So every time we talk to an amazing person like Sarah, I always, we always try to extract three things that you could do. And the idea is that you're just choosing one, you're choosing one thing to work on for a week. You're really leaning into it. You're experimenting with it. 
you're putting it into your work, into your calendar, whatever the thing is, they all work a little bit differently, but you're really doing it. You're really being with it instead of just thinking about it. All right. So here is a doable change. Number one from this episode, address the thought. I can't afford it. If you find yourself saying you can't afford something that might actually shift your personal experience, like working on your marriage or getting a babysitter so you can have conversations with your spouse, look at where you are spending money and start with a list of recent purchases and monthly expenses. Consider whether you could afford something that could make a real difference in your life. So often we're buying, you know, all the things, clothes for our kids, we buy an extra thing, we buy, I don't know, a more expensive version of something, and actually all that money could go toward um, something that really shifts how we can show up in this world. So if you're interested in this doable change, I'm just going to give you a little tip that we actually have someone coming to camp to work on this specific thing. So if this is something that you want some support with, come to the money day of camp. You'll get a lot of support. All right. Number two, rethink who makes money. This is a big one. This took me a long time, actually, myself. If you fall into the paradigm of one person making the money and thus having control over the money, start to factor in the value of the work done by the partner who makes less or no money. Start to factor in how taking care of the kids, driving them to school, being at home at night with them helps the other person make the money, right? So you're both doing it. You're doing it together because the kids can't just be home. The baby can't be home alone, right? You're doing it together. You're making the money together. It's just you have different roles. And we can start to really shift that paradigm. This is a big one. Big, big, big one. So I highly recommend leaning into that one at some point if that's where you fall. Number three, say what you need. If you are unhappy in your marriage, if you want to work toward change, say how you feel and what you need. Sarah talks about a few different ways she tried this conversation and acknowledges that she had to say it several times before it sunk in or connected. If you aren't ready to say it, think through what it is that you need and what it is that you need to say in order to really stand up for yourself or stand on your own two feet and really be clear about what it is that you need. All right, three great doable changes. I hope everyone has signed up for camp. Again, it's plansimple.com slash camp. You don't have to come to all the things. When you go to the page, you're going to be floored by how much there is. You can totally upgrade to get it all. You can come to a few things and get a ton of value. So it's just so good. I don't want anyone to miss it. So go sign up. Please share it with a friend or two. The more, the merrier. And we're really trying to get this in front of as many eyes as possible. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Meals podcast. If you like what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give us is to share Plan Simple Meals with a friend and subscribe, rate, and review our podcast at iTunes. I absolutely love sharing simple solutions to help busy families eat clean and live well. Visit HealthyMomsMeetup.com and come join in on the fun. In our free group, you can chat with me and other health-seeking moms, get new recipes and tips, and never be at a loss in the kitchen again. 
Come join the fun at healthymomsmeetup.com. I cannot wait to meet you there.